shall. We shall. As adventurers, we live. It gets easier. We've lost three of our own. Forge Master, Domar Dwarvington III. The Guiding Feather Guardian. And the young shaman, Leely Dusk. Though, as long as their doors still stand in this guild, there is hope. So I ask, who among you has the will, the cunning, and the courage to find our lost allies and return them home. For the mission is not over until all members return. Alright. Last we left off party had accepted a quest from the guild to retrieve a few of their missing members after a mission had gone sideways. <laughs> yeah, that. Along with that, they had one of you, Arbuckle, have been tasked with bringing the remains of Sir Captain Bach to the resting place in Dorvington Hall. Going there, you had met the matron of the Dorvington clan, spoken with the family, and finally met the good Sir Captain Vok to his final resting place. Each of you currently have been given either the ability to stay at the Dorvington, at the Dorvington Forge, or at the ship itself. New day comes upon you. The ship itself will not leave until about six this coming evening. So you have that much time to prepare for whatever you want to do. Mm. As the morning comes here and you notice that the massive tree that grows in this cavern starts to give off a light similar to the sun. It's a weird sensation, but it feels just as if you're outside. It's warm. Where did we stay last night as a group? Did we decide if we're staying with the Big Mama D? Or did we go back to the ship? And yes, I'm calling her Big Mama D from now on. <laughs> <laughs> like that's our like uh, permanent base just going to Mama D's house Mama D's is HQ <laughs> I would imagine we, if they invited us to stay there we would All right. I think we did yeah we did eat at their table for a moment all right. So I'm gonna get up, and I'm, I'm, I'm. It'll be fairly early when I wake, because I'm, you know, a farmer, and I'm used to getting up before the sun, mm -hmm. or before the tree turns on. 
Um, I would like to think that I got up before everybody else. And I'll get, I'll turn and I'll, I'll pull my flask out, take a little rag, wipe down the, the mouth lip part, and just go, coffee. All right. And take a sip of coffee out of my flask. Ooh. Wipe down the top again, close it up, put it back in my pocket, uh, and make my way downstairs or to the kitchen area to see if anybody's awake. All right. Quietly, of course, that's not wake anybody up. As quietly as I can for a seven-foot-tall robot. Walking downstairs, you do notice a... Some of the... Specifically, Danya the Fifth is up. You see she's starting to cook for the family that you have noticed as from that night you stayed there. There's about 16 other people that live in this home. She has oh. every stove going from the shorter one made for dwarves and those of her stature and the taller ones for her children that are larger than her, to say the least. I go up to the larger area of stove. Oh, let me help her that and take a spoon and I start stirring whatever's on the stove. Dude. Let me give you a hand. Thank you, Mr. Rambaco. Anything to help. How are we doing today? Have you slept at all? I slept some. Oh, that's good. She's that's one of it. Um, what? Just starting back between the stoves, flipping whatever she needs to flip, and mm -hmm. making sure nothing is being burnt or whatever else. Let me know what I can do to help. Um, I'll just stay here. I'll keep stirring these that we have over here for now. Um, would you like me to set the table? Off. Will you pull out the uh? The cinnamon rolls, please. Absolutely. Not, not like, a problem whatsoever. Gestures towards the three ovens and goes, could you pull out one mm -hmm. uh, that's done? Yeah. And continues going on. Uh, how did you sleep? Fantastic. Very comfortable, surprisingly. I don't usually sleep well in other people's homes outside of my own. I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad that you slept well. Thanks. <laughs> okay. But Gabella and Faye. What are you guys doing as you wake up? You can smell the food starting to fill the area. You can um the aroma <clears throat> of food filling the home. Especially hey. pastries <clears throat> and just bacon, eggs, anything you can imagine. At just the smell of food immediately just sniffs on uh, Faye's nose and starting to wake up, starting to stretch. <sighs> Is there like a window uh, on one of the walls of the room? Yes. Goes, looks outside. How much is like, uh, what do you say it's like at what time at this point? What about 6 a.m., you'd probably think? The tree doesn't really have any, like, form of, like, light glowing up it. Rather, it sort of gives off a different um, shine during that time. So it gets brighter towards noon and dimmer as the time 
as the day goes on. Looks outside, just the lights glows of the tree. I'm gonna have to get accustomed to that. But no matter. Today is going to be a great day. And... Trucks her sub, dresses up, opens the door, closes, goes to the kitchen. Good morning, everyone! At that point, you're ding! Stove's on. And as I'm stirring, I just cast Mage Hand to open it up and take out the cinnamon buns. Alright. And put them on the hot plate. Right. Wash your back, you don't want to hit. It was hot. That was for. Recalibrating the Mr. Jones, quite a cooker. You can call me Arbuckle. It's all. Mama D. I'm just helping out. And goes to Mama D. Goes like for like a hug. Good morning, Mama D. Good morning. How did each of you sleep? And like sort of gives you. Again, a lot shorter than you, so it goes like the leg. <laughs> it is weird though, because you do feel that this. She does. She is. Might be small. That is all muscle. As it's like the. Whoa! Like hugging a book. Yeah. You can tell this woman has spent a life working at a forge. As it's like, as soon as hugging them, it's like, oh, wow, they got the grip strength. Oh, that is nice hug. You're much stronger than one of my brothers. Um, thank you? <laughs> oh, I would love to see in, like an arm wrestling between you and my brother. Who's your brother? Yeah. Uh, his name is Gaul, but we call him Go. He is a, like a Goliath. You're wonderful, guys. I thought I was so. <laughs> yeah, our family has a mixture of races. We're adopted. Mm, uh, he is my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> is it uncle or brother? Uncle. Or is it, or is it your uncle brother? Is it As, that kind of uh, Uncle brother. We have Sargarians in a past life. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I think I'm going to open up my cider. Oh, my lord. Ooh, ooh. I don't care what else you're... Very good, Bella. You've gotten up. Smelt the food. What are you doing? The video going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck this shit. <laughs> Wait, so so, I'm going back to bed. So she's sitting up in bed. She looks over at the window and goes, It's too early. I'm not used to this. Has everybody else woken up at this point? Yeah, you can see as the kitchen area has pretty much been filled, you see a lot of um, Sonya's grandkids and some of the great grandkids. Running down, mm -hmm. that stayed the night. You see, as the half drow Della has come out of what they've built in, like an elevator system or a pulley system to let her down, will rolling in from a wheelchair. Mm 
Uh, I'm gonna look around and not seeing Gilbella. I'm gonna have my mage hand take over, stirring and fix finishing, helping out. And I'm gonna walk up to the room. I'll knock on the door. Gilbella, it's time to go. Yeah, I'm coming. Oh no, uh, let's go, child. Uh, I'm, I'm coming. Walk away down. And I walk back to the kitchen. Right. So good. So good, Bella. Gets out of bed. Gets dressed. Ah, uh, I smell food. Sounds good. There's a lot of people. Amazingly enough, I didn't see any face. <laughs> I don't know where he's coming from. So you kind of see her open the door. She's looking pretty tired because she's not used to getting up. She's you know from the Carnival, so you know they stay up pretty late, and so she's still not used to getting up early. Oh, no. So it's kind of he's getting away from us. We got a lot to do. We leave, <laughs> we leave around us. Uh, okay, I'm coming. So rubs her eyes, kind of walks down oh. the stairs into the kitchen. Good morning, everybody. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Faye. Um, oh, good morning, Miss Grace Beer. Then she walks over to Mama D, gives her a hug, goes, Good morning, Mama D. Good morning, Gabella. <laughs> That's the only view up in Adam. Um, and she's like starting to, at this point, prepare plates. Um, does anyone have any, I didn't ask, food allergies or anything like that? I'm good with whatever. Uh, nope, not for me. No allergies here. Uh, wouldn't be allergies, but much, but don't bring anything octopus. Uh, okay, well, good enough. I don't have any of that this time. There's not many oceans around here. You don't see much octopus, as far as I know, unless I'm wrong. I don't mean to speak out of no, turn. There's one of the out, uh, one of the Dwarvington outposts are right next to the ocean. Uh, they oh. trade a lot with the, uh, well, uh, Dylan over there. Dylan, as you see, one of the few actual other dwarves that are not the elders of this family walk up. Um, Octopus season isn't until uh, Fallcrest, correct? Yeah, usually they don't travel around here till then. There's this dwarf. On his back is like this collapsible, what looks like a trident. And very much looking like some guy on leave. As that, but yeah, um, yeah, so uh, no worries about that. But I will have that. He's a dwarf and he's holding a trident. Yes, you see that his skin's even a little bit seems like a little blue. Okay, okay. Our Bunko Jones wants the trident that's collapsible. (laughs) It's a collapsible trident. I mean, I won't go, I can put the head on my staff. All you see is that from the back of it, the hand, it looks like the handle itself, because it extends out like this, but you see the trident connecting in sooner. It looks like mm-hmm. it's collapsible itself. Like it can be extended out or put for storage. Oh, look at that. That looks. May I? I just like to say, I'll come right back. Yeah, sure. Hi, my, my name's Oracle, Oracle Jones. Good to meet you. Dylan Dormanton. Good to meet you now. This is amazing. Skill. Is there a button or something? 
Yeah, as you sort of like fiddling around with axe oh. and goes, oh. oh, oh, dear, burning me. Oh, look at this. Just hit the bottom and it will collapse back in on itself. So I just push it back in or just tap it? Uh, just tap it. Oh, 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 oh just like that I used to do. Now, all I can think about is the Percy Jackson collapsible sword. Pretty just much, a pen yeah. turns a sword. Yes. <laughs> and just... that's, quite, that's quite a piece of equipment. I hand it back. I take off my hat. I reach in. And I take out my staff. I'm like, I don't have my staff in here. I keep it in there for storage. Oh, nice. Uh, Gramps made this one for me a while back when I first got the job. Oh, cool. But... Uh, don't let me say, huh? You look yeah. more like a Jason than me. Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> and stands up from the chair yeah, and so goes back la- and back to her room. Grabs mm-hmm. the uh, uh, shoulder guard. The shoulder guard goes, of that? Yeah. <laughs> Go, it comes back with the shoulder guard, holds it in, in both of her hands. Wakey, wakey. As you see, like a very grunt, gruddle noise, and it can be audible. So everyone knows what's happening. (laughs) Oh, it's the morning. Yes, it is morning. Um, everyone, this is Moriarty. Nice to meet you all. I was gonna say, you might wanna prepare yourselves. It's a little, well, he's very nice man, just a little off putting. You just see Dylan (laughs) look towards that and going, I take it that's why you don't like octopus? Uh, He looks at him with like (laughs) the hot wooden spoon, baps him like, Dylan! (laughs) (laughs) And he just starts, octopus? What, 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 octopus, you say? She said she didn't like octopus. <laughs> like, looking at his mom, is after getting hit with the wooden spoon. Like, fucking, ah. Anyway, nice to meet you all. Have a good morning. I reached out of my pocket, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Pulls the shoulder guard back in. I, I'm sorry about that, Faye. Oh, it's alright. I'm gonna start right. making plates for everybody and start <laughs> serving like like a waiter. Alright. So as you go about, you place some plates down, you see most people taking a spot at the tables. There's always I'm just like... making a general plate for everybody. I hope you hope I get everything you like on it. I just start handing out plates. What you do? Most people are just sort of happy about this. They take the food they have. If they don't like something, they're just trading off with another family member. There. That is the food's placed down. Um so each of you are you're heading out tonight, correct? Yeah, that would be correct. I'm gonna head back to our ship. Probably around the around three down, because sun sundown. Alright, so I just 
did have something I wanted to, so if I could do anything to help you, or you know, say thank you for what you've done. Oh, uh, no thanks are necessary. We're just doing what's right by the captain. Hmm. And by you guys. We got, we got two more to find. Three more to find. Yes, we have to. Oh. Yeah. Inside check. Okay. On that, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a mm, not bad. Twelve. You? What? What does he get so, for the inside like, check? Oh, for the inside check. Uh deception or Perception, I think it is. Uh, it would be more of. You don't need to tell me which one. Just deception. Okay. As he try not to say Dormar. Mm-hmm. Was that just you trying to be polite and not say the name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That one there, I'm like, I don't know if it's a lie or not. <laughs> I didn't either lie, that's why I did the check. <laughs> All right. Yes. Food, you know, for everyone. Delicious. Whatever. It, basically, you're not leaving here hungry. As Mom oh. D's rule. There. Fill your stomachs <laughs> as much as you can. Each of you are going to gain 20 hit points. On and increases your maximum. Oh, wow! This for lasts good, for, 24 for 24 hours. hours. Max mm-hmm. HP modifier. Uh, and it's 20. 24 hours. You get 20. 20. Um, your hit points are increased by 20. Okay. Holy moly! I'm working on bot numbers now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, make sure there's nothing. Oh, nothing off the top of my head. You've been kind enough to give us a place to stay. I'm more than happy. Well, like I said, we're going to find them. We're going to bring them back. Thank you. All of them. Looking at each of you, see, she sort of looks around at each of you going, Well, um, I I would like to repay you somehow, though. I have something for each of you as she, like, sort of jumps down off the chair. I do that, (laughs) (laughs) and you see, she sort of walks back. That's the living room area, and you notice there's a door. As you can sort of see through the partition of the where the kitchen is. That leads mm-hmm. into the forge itself that connects to the house. She comes back and goes, um... Comes back with a just sort of a bundle of, like, three things. 
Uh, I... Again, I'm not fully sure if these don't work for you. It's fine, but I just want to thank you as she puts these on the table. Arbuckle, you get a small little bundle in a cloth. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember Domo speaking about you when he was telling me about the guild, and I, so, I was up late last night working on this. Hands it, hands oh. this to you. It's an amulet of the devote plus one. Oh, wow. Um, for the actual symbol on it, it looks like a mixture of the All Mother and the Raven Queen. This is one of the most beautiful things these eyes have ever seen. It made me have a mini stroke in my head. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't know how it'll be put to good use and I put it on over my beat up breastplate. Bella, you look like you uh, you prefer lighter weapons, right? I do. Well, this might help you out as she takes out what looks like a pair of boots, well-made leather, or shoes of well-made leather. Soles are pretty thick themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, These are known as boots of nimbleness. Your dexterity <laughs> becomes 19, and you're not hindered by difficult terrain while not in heavy armor. I love the name. Thank you so much. Nice. So, you can see look like Converse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the gorilla takes off her the ones that she's wearing and she puts on these ones. And... Oh, let me hold those boots for you. I take oh, thank them, you. I take off my hat and put them back hold it. Were they just standard boots? Yeah. Yeah. So... And kind of walks around and looks like... <laughs> At first Thank they seem so a little bit too big, and then suddenly, as well as some magic items do, they shift to actually match what you're wearing, uh, to match your size. As They're as comfortable as those worn pair of shoes you've had for like 10 years. <laughs> Everyone knows that pair. You always have that one pair. It's like, it's practically yeah. dead. But I'm it's too damn comfortable. <laughs> they're, my, they're my favorite shows. And what walks over and gives Bondi a hug again and says, Thank you so much for the shoes. The boots. Uh, no problem at all. Thank you for what you have done and what you're doing. Um, now, I'm sorry, Miss Faye. You just, you just seem like you are not that armored. <laughs> again, I like to keep people, my family, keeping them protected. You have like the biggest bundle out of this, as it's a, it's half plate, full plate armor set. It's a half plate <laughs> armor set of Mizium armor. Hydrate your bellies, Katie or who? Who did that? Oh, that was Leo. No, that was me. So this is. She looks at you going. Well, this armor's a bit... This metal is a bit rare, but we've been working on it for a bit. I think you might get some use out of it. I'm gonna make it for someone else, but... Hopefully it can help you. It is Mizium Halfplate. This is... And this is for, uh... Faye. Huh? Uh, for Faye. Mizium. Mizium. <laughs> when item. is this 
when does this item show up in the, the uh, Christmas items of Christmas? No, this is a D&D item. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, Miz that's a weird spelling. Mizium armor, which is basic. So, now we're at self. While you're wearing the armor, any critical hits against you become normal. In addition, when you are subjected to a magical effect that allows you to make a strength or constitution saving throws, to take only half damage, you instead take no damage if you succeed on the saving throw. There you go. Ooh, that is it's the awesome. armor of evasion. Nice. <laughs> sort of, yeah. It's, it's the armor of nah. -uh. <laughs> no, that's a cardboard box. <laughs> that is a cardboard box. You are too old to wear that. <laughs> 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 Show up with a kid yeah, though with that arm like nah -uh. <laughs> How the fuck is it protecting is... him? So this is half plate. Yes. That's okay. I don't have anything on stealth anyway. Why do you give me disadvantage? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. This is more than generous of you. This is Thank you very much. You've been more than hospitable. Between giving us a room, it was a wonderful meal, both last night and today, and now these wonderful items. You're very grateful. Warms my heart. Oh, sorry, people Arbuckle. like this in the world. A plus one, it was a plus two. Oh, this is this is even better now. This is this is too generous. Oh, very generous. Arbuckle, this one. Ooh, I got half a heavy. Well, I would like to extend an invitation if you all want to, well, you know, visit on my Moriarty and my grandfather's manor, and we can just have a little conversation, have a little party. We can, I would oh. like to extend an invitation. Not a party? For mm -hmm. a party? I'm sorry, I must excuse myself, I have to go to the party. <laughs> Oh, hello. <laughs> Just uh -huh. need to go to well, the party. Headache is happening. Oh my. Oh my. All right. Um. So yeah. All right. So. I do want to make sure you keep make sure to keep yourself safe and i would love that sometime more than welcome whatever you can I'm not to speak for you we are speaking thinking of you and your father apologize you do ever need to keep contact with us i'm pretty sure you have one of these you see as like through the apron she has which it's weird as this apron looks like from design point, your grandmother's apron, but you can see this is also like a thick leather one for mm -hmm. Smith. It's good. The back part of it's got that thick leather, but the front is that all cotton flowery business. It looks like it up front, <laughs> but then when you sort of look at it from the side, you can see that thing's like apron of disguise. You see, she takes part of the apron she has on and like just a strap clips it on the inside out. You see, as there is a and she has her badge on there. And I will mm -hmm. please keep in contact. Oh, Chanel, so we find out any information. 
I'll definitely keep in contact with you. Again, appreciate it for everything. Mom. Goes in, you see it's the same. She actually grows to a large size and goes in for a oh. hug to all of you. Like, oh, hello oh. there. Oh. You weren't expecting oh, this. Oh. Is... Oh. Oh, come on. I do, I, I grab her like by the waist and I try to lift, but no. But oh, you are a thick woman. <laughs> I mean that in the best possible way. This is like straight down for a moment and then throw a smile on her face. Um, please know wherever you travel, for what you've done and what you are worth doing, you're always welcome in any of the dwarven home. Thank you. Thank you. With that, I think we'll be on our way. All right. Travel safe. You shall. Take care, everyone. Most of them, like the kids, sort of wave off. Arbuckle, the ones that sort of like gawk you, like, oh, he's so cool. He's like Uncle Domar. I look at him and I wink and I use my, uh, (laughs) Uh, for a blog magic, and I go invisible. <laughs> but yeah, the younger kids are like probably eight, and younger's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> some of the older ones that are in the teen years starting to learn magic are like, mm-hmm, I can do that too sometimes. <laughs> and by the time I get to the door, it wears off, and I pop back up because <laughs> it only lasts for a turn. <laughs> Alright, yeah, it's you. <laughs> I go to open the door. I'm like, oh, now look again that way. Alright. I love these kids. They're too cute. Very sweet. But yes. As you guys travel out into the morning in Dorvington Hall, you can see as every business is bustling right now, you can hear as the forges in the Dorvington Forge are in full blast. A couple of the children are working on the items. Or the old, the children, the direct children of Danya, not the grandkids. Mark, you got something to ask? Yeah, I'm typing too. Okay. I don't remember. I don't either. You can say you do. Okay. So, and before, I would say before all of this happens, or as we're getting ready to leave, I'm going to take the time and I'm going to cast Find Familiar. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in the form of a raven that pops up on my shoulder. Find Familiar. Squish, squish, squish. Oh, oh take a flight as we're getting ready to leave. All right. And just have him circle around, keep an eye on things. Let me know if you see anything interesting. Okay. Um, roll perception for your raven, please. You need to bring up the raven stats. Yes, the raven. First roll of the night. <clears throat> Actually, oh, it wasn't the first right, I did. Now that I go over to it was a flying cat. Okay. So, the <laughs> so it's going to be that same flying cat. Because <laughs> I just went over to my thing, so okay, I need to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, perception, you say? Yes. I'm dying. 
That is... Perception's a wisdom, right? Uh, perception is yeah, wisdom, wisdom, yes. Yeah, he's got plus zero to wisdom, so it's an 18. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, focusing around, the city itself seems to be fairly bustling right now. You see, as most of the areas are being, most of the shops are being filled, people are greeting each other. It seems like as soon as the tree lights up, the town is alive. And you notice from the night before that they do have a code of not working themselves too hard. Mm -hmm. So. Um... Let me double check something on the Tresm stat real fast. Just looking up of information brought to you by the Outcast Guild Redbubble Store. Redbubble.com backslash the Outcast Guild for all of your Outcast Guild merch needs. We have stickers, we have mugs, we have table mats, and everything else that you can think of, including t-shirts and all of the things. Redbubble.com backslash shouts are skilled. Buy the merch! Oh, that's how you spell it. Okay. Hmm. So, focusing through familiar sight. It is strange. You do notice, um, Dretresum notices a couple oddities going on. Well, one specifically. There seems to be people that are disguised. So, with its ability to detect invisibility, it sees through it. Mm -hmm. In addition, shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Uh, do you have it go closer? It sees uh, <clears throat> invisible things. It's seeing like a cart that look. It's it can tell it's disguised. It's some type of illusion cast over it. He'll get a little closer without. Being seen, I guess. Alright, give me a stealth check. Let's see, what do you got for stealth? Sixteen. Alright, with this one here, they will sort of land in the back of this cart that's moving. Yeah, weird. Okay. Oh, he's going to AFK. Mm -hmm. It does get the sense of poisons as soon as it lands there. Mm -hmm. Not sure how much, but it gets like the sense from touching down on the back. Whatever this cargo is, it has a 
substance inside of it. Um, does it show that it's outside of a specific spot? Um, it's more just a cart moving through the uh, town itself. What you do see... Who's driving? Looks like two elves. So, two, you see what looks like two elves traveling through. Though it's strange, people are not reacting as if they were elves in this area. Hmm. Or so. The fuck was that? You right? The fuck was that noise? I don't know. Only you heard it. Oh, th thank you, Cass, for the bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a... I have this stream muted. Uh, I have I have the stream tab muted so I can hear. Okay, but yeah, some type of poison's on there. They can tell that they're disguised. You're not fully sure what they are, but they, from what you can see, they are two elves. Mm -hmm. So I I see that they're being disguised. That they are disguised. Yes. Um, how far away from the Marwene? How far away from, uh, Mamadi's army? Uh, for the current time, you're about... Oh, it's plural. I don't know why it's not working, but okay. Uh, yeah, it worked. <laughs> no, it goes target um, name on my end. <laughs> it did that the other day when I was in one of your other streams and I lurked. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, uh... They are on the third ring currently. Mm hmm. What ring are we on? You are currently on the. You're on the fifth, one of the lower ones, because it's closest to the forge itself. Or the mines and the forges. Mm -hmm. And how far away from Amadeus are? Um, or are we still there? At this point, as you guys have left, you probably have made it to the fourth ring. Mm hmm. And. So you're probably about a good 30 minutes away from the Dorvingtons. Do I know where they may be heading, or do I have an idea of where they may be heading? At the current moment, no. It just seems like they're traveling through there with the cargo. Do I know what ring the Iron Hall is on? Uh, the Iron Hall is in a different... It, okay. So three different uh, settlements in here. The major ones being the halls. Well, three oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it goes, this is the Dwarvington Hall. Yeah, I shouldn't. I, our local doesn't know that. Okay. Players should. Because, <laughs> you know, we didn't just spend two months here. <laughs> Fuck, I think we spent like four. Yeah, we were here for a while. Yeah. But we, we spent time in one spot, then we moved to the other spot. And then you yeah. spent time there too. You're like, yeah. I want to get to. And then we just said, "Fuck it," left and died. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, we got to play this smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Now you're making me want to do the drinking. All right. There. Yeah. Did you travel farther? Well, is he, you can still focus in here. No, to, uh, for the main part, it does not seem like they're traveling upward, actually. 
more towards the top ring where a lot of the airships have landed. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can get closer to it. I'm gonna have um my familiar, I forget what I named him. I will come up with another name. Alright. Um in a second. Uh but I'm gonna have him follow along with them. Alright. And report back. Um as needed. Okay. Um give me a perception check on the actually give me a history check, please. Yes, stories. Yeah, the history. That's 14 to the histories. Alright, 14. They're very pale for being... They're very pale for the elves that you've seen around this area. Primarily the wood elves that occupy, you know, Atlanta. And even for the few high elves you've seen. They're pale. They're very pale. What does well, he remember of, of the is, description? One of them is very pale. The other one almost has obsidian-like skin. I should say. Does he remember anything from the description of when we were given the the mission itself? Um, primarily mentioning that the soldiers they were fighting were foresty. Well, had the mark of forest. Well, had the mark of the crown. Actually, sorry. Mm -hmm. Do I see that on them or anywhere? Uh, or on the cart? Give another perception check for the familiar. And, and it's okay. So it's not mine looking through his eyes? No, it'd be... Ooh, it's a 19, though. They don't have any marks like that on them. Mm-hmm. Though they do have a strange mark. Sort of, one of them does. Mm-hmm. The one that is very... The one with the obsidian-like skin. You see what almost looks like a branding emerging of what looks like insectoid-like legs emerging through the armor it has on. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Great. Now we're going to have to deal with forest scenes and loaf. Oh. <laughs> As this is all happening, I'm relaying this information to you guys. Oh, well, seeing where my familiar, my 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 flying cat creature friend. Um, there was a cart. Didn't quite look right. Okay, sorry. It looked like it was disguised. Uh -oh. Not like it should be. And uh, it was carrying poison of some sort. I'm not sure where it's going. But the two, the two, two fellows that are that are driving the cart, they're also disguised. One looks very dark. One looks kind of pale. By dark, I mean like obsidian. And underneath his armor, it looks like he's got like spider legs coming out. Like in a tattoo form. More like a brand. Or a brand. Not quite sure what that means. I don't know if that has anything to do with what we're doing. But it might be something worth looking at. I agree. I agree, yeah. 
But we should be careful. We'll keep an oh, eye absolutely. on the trail. Well, right and... now I have... Uh... Wait, you got a 19, correct? Correct. Another strange thing about these, while you are sort of... Your cat's still hiding. Mm-hmm. Unseen at the current point. Their eyes are glowing purple. Their eyes are glowing purple also. I don't know what that means. Have you guys seen anything like that before? No. And I'm going to use this guy's cell. And I'm going to bring myself to look like what I'm seeing. Okay. Hey. And it's Daddy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you look at this, does Faye have any drow siblings, aunts, uncles, whatever else? Mm -hmm. Drows. Yes. Check in the family tree. <laughs> the checking of the family tree. <laughs> Brought to you by Leo Surprise. Stay till the end of the stream to see what Leo Surprise is. <laughs> oh yeah, Leo Surprise. <laughs> Um, no, none of them are drow. The only elf that's in, well, there's actually two elves in the family. It's uh, a sea elf female and a male Shadarkai. All right. What, you turn in, you disguise yourself as a darker one? I, whatever, yeah, whichever one I saw that had the brand on their own. Okay. Um, both of you make a history check for me. Extra check. Let's go. And this is with Arbuckle now. Because you see what looks like an elf. And clearly oh. now looking at this, it looks more like a some type of drow. Mm -hmm. Seven. Twenty-one. I'm back at it again. <laughs> oh. What are we rolling, sorry? History? History. 19. Okay. Gilbella and Arbuckle. You both realize something. This is a drow, though this is not a normal drow. Not one from the Underdark. The drow itself appears... It's been on the surface for a while as mm -hmm. part of the curse that banished them to the Underdark. And one of the effects of it is that their skin almost turns to a blackened color due to Corallon's re the rejection of Corallon. And Arbuckle. Mm -hmm. Do you disguise yourself as the other one? Yes. Faye, the other one itself is a Shatter Kai. Excellent. But on that note, there, why don't we take a little bit of a break? Go to the bathroom, do what we gotta do. All right. We'll be right back, guys. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. As you can. Uh, but yes. 
Okay. A little bit of a break. As Ichu has sort of come to a, a connection here. Realizing that the two people in this car are a drow and a shattered cup. Uh-huh. What are you guys wanting to do? Uh, since Arbuckle is going for the drow, Faye is going to go for the Shattered Kai. So Faye is going to shapeshift into the Shattered Kai. As best as, uh, as best as Arbuckle can describe. Arbuckle, sorry. <laughs> it is someone. <laughs> Just for our buncle. That's the only thing I can think of. That's our buckle. I added the end for some reason. Alright. You sort of see these two. Well, as Gilbella, you look at both of these and our buckle, you see a good representation of what you saw. Mm hmm. Yep. As you see, this shattered kite had been formed, but still has phase voice. So what would you think that this um, shattered kite sounds like? Oh, it's very similar to you. <laughs> similar to me? Yeah, why not? I'm not one to judge. Maybe a little right. deeper? Well, it just sounds like a little... now. Until we know what they actually sound like. Good point. <laughs> oh, almost forgot. He takes out the glasses. <laughs> so, say, as you are, we know... like, as you sort of shift in public to see this, to, you know, take that appearance, an elderly dwarven woman Looks at you going, good for you. Don't be ashamed of who you are. <laughs> giving you a Look at the heart on you. You're just a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful humanoid being, aren't you? <laughs> Thank you. And like just keeps walking by. <laughs> That's right. The people here have such good hearts. They do indeed. Mm -hmm. Okay, we should go find out where those. Deviant souls are headed with the poison cart. Right. Um, should we go on a cart of our own? We shall have to acquire one, or we have to go on foot? How far away from them are we, roughly? They're on another ring. They're one ring above you. But right Will now, you're be able to get there on foot? On the cart. I mean, you could get there on foot. Most of the place around here is made for walking distance. Let's and just go. Let's just go there on foot. You're still on the cart at the current moment. Oh, that can be difficult for me to travel. Hmm? Alright, I'm gonna tell the familiar. I will call him... I will call him... We'll call him Grug. We'll stick with these with my pets. Alright. <laughs> um, Champion. 
I'll, I'll tell him to keep an eye and to message me back if he sees anything, and I'm going to make my way to him. This way I can, I can still communicate with him, but I can't see through his eyes right now. So I can, you know, move. Okay. All right. Go oh. by there, Grog. Let me know what you find. Okay. So as you get a sort of confirmation from Grog, as you drop the seeing through him at the current time, mm -hmm. <coughs> you guys are heading up towards the upper rings, trying to follow this. Or mm -hmm. Just like keep a yeah, we're moving. We're moving. Fairly, I would imagine we're moving fairly quickly to try and get there. Yeah, try to go for like a faster pace. Try to catch up. All right. Good to know. I'm going to. If only I have like a teleport, but I don't. All right. Yeah. So, I see you are traveling through the city. A lot more people being sort of greeted. Some people excited to see you. Others sort of like, what the? That's different. <laughs> Charging through. You can see as soon as you get to the fourth ring, the cart traveling up top. You notice mm -hmm. as it keeps falling, but you can... You're able to see it from a distance. Getting closer to traveling up to the second ring. <coughs> Sorry. What are you guys wanting to do? Constant to get much quicker. They're at the fourth ring. You guys just made it to the fourth ring. They're traveling. They're getting oh, close the... to getting to the third ring. Hmm. We just have to keep moving. But are we doing this stealthily? Or just keep walking? We're the highest we should move on. As quickly as possible, we're still trying to be stealthy. Yeah. Alright. The rest of you, what you see, it just looks like a... Traveling traders, you notice from... Even from the distance, they're disguised themselves as dwarves. Mm -hmm. Alright. So, if you guys are trying to keep a tail on them. Play. What? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, traveling farther. <clears throat> see as they head towards second, the from the fourth ring to the third, you're able to follow them a bit more. Because they keep bundling around as they make it to the first ring. Four ships mm -hmm. are docked, including the Black Hide One, aka formerly known as Poor Choice. Mm -hmm. As it brings it to one of the smaller vessels here. Metal coated body, uh, only probably a crew of 
crew of five outside of the captain. I'm going to message our crew that's still on the ship. Yeah. Let them know what we're seeing. Okay. See if they have any inf any additional information. Who specifically are you trying to reach out to for... Jonathan. Jonathan? Um. Hey, Jonathan. Um. It's horrible. Cool. Wanted, uh, there's a, a weird-looking cart coming your way. They, uh, they are disguised. It's a, a drow and a sure her friend. Um. Shurakai. Shurakai. They, uh, their cart is, is full of poison. Just a heads up, you might want to keep an eye out. It might not look like what's the same, so. They have any way of detecting. Alright. Is, you can see from this point here as you guys got to the edge of the dock to see Jonathan looking over the edge as they have to pass like you guys are docked right next to the main row here to leave mm -hmm. this ring for docking you just see as what Jonathan sort of just looks over the edge for a second mm -hmm. and Looks like he's trying to look for a minute. Can't really... You're getting the sense he's not really seeing it, so he jumps off the edge of the ship and lands towards the dock itself. Not so gracefully with a 13. So it goes... Oh, so much easier on the movies. <laughs> As... Just sort of... Sees a cart passing by, waves towards them. And about a couple moments later, as you guys approach, still trying to follow them. What's wrong? It seems the entirety of that has been filled. There's a silver choice. You seem like sort of a curious face, the mechanic sort of making the gestures. <clears throat> As like it's strange. It's um Oh my. Oh my Oh, oh my <laughs> <laughs> Drink. How far away from that are we? Currently you've been keeping good pace, so I'd say about sixty feet away, so like sort of uh, two lengths away from him. Okay. We're traveling to one of the ships as you see our Johnson going, um, seems like there's a couple of poisons. Mm -hmm. Now, are they at the gate to the dock or did they already make it through the dock? They, are, they made it through. Oh. And by the time that you've gotten here where there's less crowds around there, you notice that the name on the card itself seems to constantly be shifting. So like every once mm -hmm. in a while, it's sort of blurry, but you do get sometimes it's the Traveling traders, and then it's the uh, dancing but uh, dancing delegates. It's like it changes names constantly on the side there. Imagine that's part of the illusion, possibly. If we're sixty feet away, I'm gonna look at it and as covertly as possible, I'm gonna cast a spell magic on. Okay. Give me a stealth check as you hear Jonathan sort of lifts off. Three poisons. Mm -hmm. Go. Uh, 
Gorgon Venom. Gorgon? Is, uh, Gorgon Venom. Purple Worm. The Queen's Poison? The what poison? The Queen's Poison? Like sort Queen's of, Poison. I'm very curious about that name. So yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this uh, dispel magic on the cart. All right. And is is that an is that an area effect or is it a certain target? It's a target. So you're aiming at okay. the cart itself. Yeah. Give me a stealth check and then give me a spell casting check. Okay. Da 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 stealth roll da -da. is an eleven. And is this would it be like a spell attack? Uh, so it'd be your wisdom plus a d twenty roll. Okay, so my wisdom. Okay. 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 So that's eh, 15. You're lucky. Uh huh. So you just barely make it. On both? No. <laughs> I didn't think sort so. Of like, <laughs> sort of like trying. You think of being stealthy at first. And then I trip. And then it's sort of like. <laughs> The verbal part of this, you say too loud, like almost mm -hmm. going full on Gandalf. You shall not pass. Fuck. <laughs> it's like what? This is supposed to be in my hand. This one, I got in there, but it's push got in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you see, the illusion drop. No longer mm -hmm. is this carriage looking like a simple materials being gathered around there. Mm -hmm. It's faded out. You see these different potion vials being revealed, a simple tarp covering it. Mm -hmm. um, Do I still see a logo on it? This one here, there's no logo towards it. It just looks like everything's being carted up, but with your, your perception at this range, looking around, it's... You can see that there's, there's multiple vials in there, and it looks like some massive box that's covered by the tiles itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, guys, we probably shouldn't let him get back to our ship. You do say that. Each of you give me a performance check. I think I might need to retire this one for the night. Here you go. Here we go. No pressure. 14. 14. 15. 15. <laughs> That's about average. About 13. 13? Mm-hmm. As Arbuckle, you notice you mm -hmm. say the quiet part out loud. Of course. Happens. I'm quickly able to sort of do the turn around and whistle motif. You know, just... <laughs> what the mm -hmm. fuck said that? Where's that guy coming from? He lost me money. <laughs> <laughs> as luckily you guys are able to pass off that you didn't see anything as you notice the one that now even their illusion has dropped mm -hmm. the drow looking around um I'm gonna send the message up to the guards that were at the front yeah that they pass her I don't think the one cart that you just went through that's who they say they are their cart has changed and they look like other people I'm not gonna go check on them 
you just hear like, what's the... Like, you're finna rob magic enough. You know what this is a sending spell. Like, sorry, Come on now. Sort of looks back <laughs> towards there and sees... Because the only card that entered him was that one. Mm -hmm. And notices Enough. that this card... Wait, wait. Who's not one? You see it's like three guards. <laughs> one goblin. Uh, one of the guards being a goblin with a real bad fake beard on. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> Runs towards there. <laughs> As like... <laughs> You hear, halt, halt, right there. Halt, who goes there? It is I, the Gorgonets. Stop! You violated the law. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The archer of the Gorgonets. Reaches out towards them, like, reaches out their hand, and... Why are you traveling? As both of them look curious towards their... They don't get the sense that their illusion has been dropped yet. From what you can, from each what each of you can see, they were probably not the ones that cast the illusion on the cart. Mm. You as they look into it itself, the guard they stop for a second, going, no, "We are just travelers. We trade materials, metals, such like that." Why the violence? They sort of looking in the back. What? After they say we're just travelers, you're gonna hear randomly from a couple hundred feet away in the opposite direction. Why? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> they sort of look curious at him, noticing that. This point here, you see one of them looks and goes, What are you realizing? The illusion has been fully dropped, like that they are seeing through this illusion. Well, the drow stands up, sort of looking like hands up for a second. I guess we're doing this the hard way then. If I see them going to make a move, I want to do Guardian of Faith in between them and the guards. Okay. Let's all roll initiative. Initiative time! Well, I'm still as the Shard Archive, so no one can see this really fay. And I got a 15 on initiative. How about going Gilbella? 18. 18 for our buckle. 9. Our buckle. Oh. No ends. I said our buckle. I know. I'm making fun of you. Okay. <laughs> you see, as. Alright. Our buckle. Yep. You notice, as. The first one goes to reach for something. You go to react. You uh -huh. see one of the blades whip out. Uh, the Shatterkai takes out this chain with multiple different like pointed ends to it, almost like a whip. Flinging it at a guard. Luckily he misses as it sort of wraps uh -huh. around one of the spears they have in hand. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. Goes for... Yeah, no, he's not rolling too good tonight. 
You're not rolling good. You see as leaps towards one end, sort of flanking them now as these guards are there. Arbuckle, it's your turn now. I'm going to put a Guardian of Faith in between them. All right. Um, with the order of protect us and our allies. Ooh. Ah, now I'm Please. thinking what other options I can have. And it's going to look like Captain Buck. <laughs> you mean it? Let me share it. You're unplugged. I can't hear you. <laughs> Technically, this is brought to you by the Rebel Store. Rebel.com backslash Skill. You buy the merch. Buy the merch. Buy a new cord. It's not just me, right? right now? Hey, there you go. Okay, hey, now um... we can hear you. Okay. So, yeah, a spectral guardian that looks like Captain Bach appears in between them. Okay. And he's normally holding a sword, but in this way he's holding he's holding his axe mm-hmm. and a spectral the... shield that has the icons of the Raven Queen and the All Mother on it. All right, much like my amulet that I was just given. Aww. Mm-hmm. And any creature within, and I need a deck save from them. So are you going between the Drow or the Shattercock? I'm going in between the drone and the shark guy. All right. I mean, sorry. The I want to I want to use that him like a barrier. Okay. Between oh, so the like two enemies the and the, the and the guard. Yeah. Okay. Enough so the I don't want the guards to have to to be affected by it if that's possible. I would say probably with this one here you would be able to control it enough. <laughs> like basically to determine <clears throat> who. Yeah, a creature hostile to you. So. Unless okay. you see the guards as hostile, then. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So as that emerges there, anything else you'd like to do? I need a dex save from them. All right. Dex save. The one thing the evil character yesterday had too much <laughs> of it. All right. So the Shatterkai fails theirs. Okay. The drow does not. Okay, so the shatter guy takes twenty oh, radiant damage. Again? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, no, he he passed. It, which one? The the uh, drow. Do they both? They both pass, or just no, one? Just a, just the drow. Just a drow. Okay. I don't think the nat- one that fails. Natural one does not come back from anything <laughs> when you have a seventeen. The one that fails takes twenty points of radiant damage. It's just a flat radiant. All right. It's not a roll. And the other one takes ten. Okay. So, as you see, this spectral illusion. So it just looks radiant. spectral, seven foot tall, bugbear, Captain Boss Barbarian, just <laughs> and swings with his spectral axe, doing the, the radiant damage. All right. Yeah. And I have a feeling it's going to scare the shit out of the goblin with the bad beard. I you just see the guards are like. Not sure what the fuck is going on, but it's like they know they're under attack. One of them looks like one of them sort of the blade passed through them and going, even you know, Inspector Flim Flim <laughs> goes like, 
I think it's on our side. Oh, ugly, oh yeah, it is. It's it's here to help. And for my bonus action, I'm gonna take a hit from my class. All right, Faye. <laughs> uh, Faye is going to approach the Shatter Kai. Oh wait a minute! I want to change my bonus action if I can. Oh, go for it. Well, I think a nice strategy. Everyone do. Okay, it's not what I can. I have to do it. It's an action. I'm going to do it. So I'll do it next time. What was it? All right. I was going to do bless, but it's an action. Oh, okay. All right, Faye, what are you doing? Uh, Faye is going to approach the Shadow Kai. All right. Uh, in her possession, she is holding the shield of uh missile attraction, and Moriarty's letter opener, aka the Suns. <laughs> Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> you got the fucking sun sword. Yep. <laughs> nice. How much light does the sun sword give off again? All of it. Uh, the sun sword gives off fifteen foot radius. All right. And dim light in another fifteen. So thirty feet in total, and that's all sunlight, unfortunately. Sunlight to your face. <laughs> okay. I have the power. You have a fucking and... lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So thanks. It's actually Moriarty's lightsaber as a letter opener. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so goes for an attack roll, and that's a seventeen to hit. Shadokai? Yep. Yep, that's gonna hit. Yeah. Is, is that the one that just took 20 radiant? Yeah, that's the one that just took 20 radiant. So he's a hurting you, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> and that would be... Uh, unless I have anything else. Nope, I don't. Uh, oh, I can attack. do that for our bossy. So, yeah. Uh, that would be 9 radiant damage for the first hit. Alright. Second hit. Ooh, 18. <laughs> so that would be 15 radiant damage on the second hit. Okay. So you see, slashing against them, you notice now, around the face, there seems to be these small crystals embedded. Like, almost like tattoos. The eyes are glowing purple towards them. As you strike against their fey approaching, you hear as both of them almost unanimously. Oh, that person again. What you haven't heard before. Deep, guttural, almost like invasion of the body snatcher. Whenever the group of people were together, the the body snatchers were together, they scream. They say it in unison in that same voice coming out of them. Oh, gosh, why? More of you, pets. As the Shadokai looks hurt as hell. But the voice is calm. Not coming, almost not coming from him. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Alright, alright, alright. Is that the end of your turn? That is. My next character will be a monk. <laughs> <laughs> so. Dang. Now, with this information, uh. Can I use my. Well, can I do anything for a bonus action to investigate the tattoo on it? Roll me Arcana check. On it. Oh! 23. You've seen these before. Dales. Uh, Moriarty sometimes accidentally creates them from his own presence in this realm. Um, bar crystals, you think they're called? Motherfucker. As you see, these ones are small ones embedded around like a tattoo, but it's like rivets emerging from the skin itself. They glow the same purple as the eyes. And as each one of these tries to attack, they move, but for each of you, you notice their bodies are not moving as if it's normal. Upgrades. It's like they're moving against their will. Upgrades. What? Upgrades, people! <laughs> Upgrades! <laughs> These are the agents from Ma- from Matrix 2. <laughs> yep. Yep. Alright, Gilbella, you're on deck. It is the drow's turn right now. Oh, gosh. You see... Alright, Arbuckle. What's yep. the... It's a 17? Yep. Freaking in there and I said, dang it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's gonna fail that one. So, um... 20 points. 20 points he's gonna take as you see him look through. 20 points? What? 20 points of rating damage. So that is... Oh, no. 30, 40, 50, right? Yeah, 50 10 points. more. Nate. 10 more and then your guardian's gone. Alright. So, you see as this drow pulls off a massive... Do it! You haven't really seen that many drow before, but this one's fairly tall, coming in about 6'2. Very muscular. 6'2, 350. As she goes for, like, sort of snaps her fingers, you see this, like, blade emerge, a great sword, and goes to slash against you. Well, you're lucky you got that armor! <laughs> Is it a crack? Uh-huh. It's not a crack anymore. It doesn't matter. That armor makes him immune to crits. Oh, okay. So then I'm gonna keep yep. my. I still rolled. My... A, I still rolled. But yeah. So. What did you roll? I rolled a natural twenty. Silvery bobs. <laughs> All right. Oh wait. You said Sorry. that like an old timey. I forgot Arnie. something. I forgot your blade. Silvery bobs. Silvery bobs. Oh hey 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 oh hey oh you know what really sucks about silvery barbs? Mm-hmm. When someone already has a disadvantage. They disadvantage is disadvantage. Basically, yeah, because you gotta choose the lowest. It's like lucky. Yeah, it's super disadvantage. Choose the lowest of the three. Um, there's a fourteen hit. Nope. All right, second attack. And who are you giving advantage to? Uh, giving advantage to. Gilbella. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think. 
19? Uh, 19 <laughs> does hit. Okay. Good news. All attacks against him or her are with advantage until the start Man. of their next turn. They rolled in. That's fun. Yes. I rolled a 20 and a 1. Oh. All right. Because they have disadvantage because they're in sunlight. Okay. Thanks, Sword of Omens. So, Faye, you're going to take 12. As First Blade sl slashes down, quickly using Silvery Barbs against it, you change the probability of being hit. The drow almost seemingly spins. You can hear as what sounds like it's overextending its muscles. This one does connect. One. Twenty-six points of damage. Who took twenty-six points of damage? Hey, it's a me. As you see, it's like the body moves faster, slams into the ground so hard as it's like trying to rip the sword out of the stone it is cut into. Hey, how, are we, how far away from me are you? Gilbella, it is currently your turn. You see as the two creatures try attacking the guards, you see as they move very strangely. And you can hear as these voices come out of their out of them that do not sound like it's from them. Okay. That was that was the, the furblog anger. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. is steaming. It is boiling. And it's about to come out of your face. <laughs> out of the face. Can I use Moonbeam? On yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah you, you can. can. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I love yes. Moonbeam. I took out a kingdom with Moonbeam. Moon moon <laughs> Really? One time yes. I got to use Moonbeam oh, and the DM's like, no, I'm going to counterspell it. It's just going to succeed. What the fuck? My, my boy Fink is became king with Moonbeam. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um. He also turned into a big dinosaur and ate the king, so. <laughs> yeah, that'll <laughs> Higher level one shots. Shit happens. Nice. Okay, so I'm gonna use Moonbeam on oh, on the Drow. All right. And um, it only damages on uh, enemies, not on allies. Yes. Moonbeam is an OP spell. Oh yeah, yeah. especially if they're a shape changer too. Because mm -hmm. like go up to oh, the change, like, use it on them. It's just like. Oh. Yep. Uh, wait. It's it's moonbeam. It does a does yeah. a shapeshifter. I am one. <laughs> yeah, but you're not. You're an ally. Yeah, you're an ally. Well, the creature okay. Is, 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 um, are we gonna get to see your true form? <laughs> All right. So I mean, it's still the same. It's also only five feet wide, so it's not like going to take on you know, not ten feet. So it's only gonna be like on that person. It's like just, the moon just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I have I called down the thunder, and the thunder says Moonbeam. <laughs> All right, so this is a con save. What's the DC? Um, sixteen. 
you passed. Yes. And I use Indomitable too, so I'm out of those uses. Bye-bye. And damage is a five. All right. The damage from him is only a five? It lingers. Yeah. So, yeah. So, see the light cream down on them. Gilbella, anything else you'd like to do? You still have your bonus action and your movements. You're about right now 30 feet away from them. I think I'm going to stop there for now. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll end there for now. All right. You, uh, so. Does it have range? Does it have range? It has 10 feet of range. Okay. Does it have range? So, Faye, mm -hmm. you see as the Shatterkai and the Drow both speak at once in that same voice. Do you know what happened to your predecessors? Let me show you. Okay. First attack was a 19. Second attack was a dirty 20. Both uh, hit. Yeah, both hit. Alright, both hit. So, you see as a chain, the two chains emerge, just like a whiplash from there. I need you to make a DC, uh, I need you to make a, D, a dexterity saving throw. I need you to Dex. make a DC reference, please. <laughs> <laughs> a DC reference, uh... There is a flash point <laughs> that exists. Yeah, make a dexterity saving throw, please. Don't. It was it was clinging on a fifteen, and I need a but instead I got a five. Physical dice, Lee. Physical dice. So, Faye, you see, the first chain strikes against you. <clears throat> Gonna fucking hurt. I just know it. 2d10. As you take, you see the chain wrap around your arm real fast, around where the sword is. Three points of piercing damage, sorry, six points of piercing damage, and an additional... Seven, eight, nine. Damn, I rolled too many ones. Ten points of necrotic. As you see the chain ignite for a second, these strange runes covering them. As a second hit goes against you, it grabs your leg and pulls tightly. You only take eight points of piercing damage from this one, but you're knocked prone from this point. Mm. And our uh, That's me. You see as it looks towards like looks towards where you guys are. Does it... Oh no, never mind, that fucking sword's still ignited. Fuck you, Leo. Fuck you. 
<laughs> Take that, Drow! The Shatter Kai, because his only his movement ability is only while in dim light. All right, that was going to move. So, deck save of what? What's up? He's going to move, so he's going to take the last ten points of that radiant damage. Seventeen. Seventeen. Mm -hmm. Oh, deck save is seventeen. Okay, yeah, he still fails, but how much? Seven, ten points, and he goes, "Aha!" <laughs> so yeah, you see, Fox slashes down once more. Light emerges brightly, <clears throat> and he fades. Didn't get dressed up for nothing. <laughs> 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 All right, Arbuckle, you're up. Faye's just yeah, in the back of my head. Arbuckle goes, oh, "He really was a bit of a dick." <laughs> <laughs> Arbuckle, it is your turn. You see, his Faye has just been knocked prone. Knocked prone. Knocked hey, how are you looking point wise? Ah, <laughs> halfway to death. Hey, no, you know awesome. what? I like the fact that it would be this. Like, how are you looking points wise? Ah! How are you looking? Ow! Dude, okay. How far away from? How far away from Faye am I? Thirty feet. You were thirty feet 30 away from the main fight. Okay. Oh, sorry, I forgot something. That one failed. <laughs> and that one failed. So, you see as the guards with their spears, sort of making a, like, sort of standing legionnaire circle style, or a cavalry mm -hmm. circle style around this area. Mm -hmm. Just jabbing out. They get a couple good shots in on these guys. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take 13 points my. of damage each, actually. Oh, my! Not you, Faye. <laughs> I'm still saying oh mine because of the, I'm fearful oh, okay. of what's going to happen to my party and the guards. See, like, the guards are sort of full-on circle around each other, spear, you know, the pikes and spears out, just jabbing forward. Mm-hmm. But okay, Arbuckle, your turn. All right, I'm going to run over to Faye. <clears throat> Health is on the way, friend. Health is on the way. I'll do like a baseball slide over, and as I do, I'll go boop, right on the nose and do pure runs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You got the cure wounds, boop. Let's use you and that is two D four. Oh no, two D eight. Yeah. Cure uh, oh, healing yeah. yeah. Also, just to remind you, since you have a familiar, you uh -huh. can cast cure wounds through them too. Oh yeah, forever. Uh, the most 13... annoying way though by a cat pawing you, just like it would be no, it would be it would be doing biscuits. Doing biscuits. <laughs> Oh no, even worse, it's the, the licking your scalp. Just like, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, uh, that's uh, 13, 17 points back to you. Ooh. That and that was my action. Bonus action. We ain't gonna mess around no more. 
No mo, no mo, no mo, no mo, no mo, no mo. No mo. And we're gonna do spiritual weapon. All right. And the spiritual weapon, it looks like the the skull of a longhorn, mm -hmm. but each of the antlers or horns that would come off kind of go out and then down, and it looks like a pickaxe. Oh. Mm, with nice. A, the, with a, like a wooden staff underneath it. Oh god, so that just brings a cool idea for like a war pick design. <laughs> so yeah, that's his spirit. He goes Alright. And he kind of does a Voltron move to make it so it appears, but it appears by the the assholes. Okay. You wanna make and then it's going to attack. Alright. Alright. And that is a 13 plus 9 is a 21. 21 is gonna hit. 21. 21. And that is uno de eights. Which is a two plus four, which is six. All right. That is uno de ocho. Uno de ocho. Which one are you going after? The drow or the one that Ooh. just took down Faye? The one that took down Faye. Oh, okay. So, how do you want to do this? Oh, <gasps> shit. Yeah. You see, it, it appears and just swings hard and just right into the kidney area. With the pick, oh. like it's the force damage is going right in. All right, that's gonna sting. That's gonna. That's gonna hurt in the morning. They're like, I want to find some help. The Shatterkai collapses down from this. I thank you for the cheers. Uh. Thank you, okay. Thank you for cheers. <laughs> Thank you for scaring geeks. <laughs> All right. But yes, as that goes into him, is that the end of your turn? That's action, bonus action, and the movements. All right, Faye. Look at me being a good support character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Faye, you feel as the chains are no longer tightened around there, you saw as Arbuckle had taken down the Shatter Kai as it fell to the ground. Hey. Get back in the game now, would you? Wanna sleep? Believe me, this is far bigger than we're imagining. Um, sure it is. This is no time to be laying down on the drum. Come on now. Stands up. Goes for the drow. Alright. Go for attacks. Uh... Attacks against it or what's advantage? Yeah. I'm gonna go for it. Do the things. Do the thing. First you know what you can do besides is, the thing? Do the stuff. Oh, shoot! Is a 26 to hit? <laughs> a 26? Woo! It sounds like my great-uncle Lyra. And that would be... Uh, wow. Way to go and run on one. That's eight radiant. All right. Second hit. 18. 18's gonna hit. Again on a one, so eight radiant. Okay, so you go slashing against him twice. Actually, you want to make a retcon? Do you want to put your Hexblade's curse on him? Yes. I forgot about Hex's curse. Yep. Hexblade curse. That would be so great to have. <laughs> okay, so your proficiency is four, so that is an additional eight points of damage. Yep. Uh, so. Oh god, now that's weakened them real bad. All right, Faye, bonus action. That you was need... my bonus action on the head. Oh, yeah, curse. Head curse attack. 
All right. You see it for but... a moment. As... Oh, wait. Oh. No, I can't. <laughs> you see it for a moment. The eyes fizzle out for a moment. You see normal eyes. Help. 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 As suddenly it turns into like this battle cry as the purple ignites once more. You see as like they sort of reinvigor themselves. The effects of whatever they're being put under. And use a bonus action for a second wind. He's a fucking fighter? Champion stat block. With the draw weaknesses. Alright. Still in sunlight. Uh, I don't think man, 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 man. <laughs> Nope. Man, 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 man. <laughs> Just whipping it around. 17? <laughs> Faye will not do that, but... 17, Faye? Uh, it meets. Alright, so... So meets, one... beats. I was gonna hit. And another 17. Another meets beats. Okay. I got too dark in here. I can't see my dice anymore. Actually, for the second hit, I would like to fill three bobs. All right. Still going to hit. I rolled another eight. <laughs> All right, first slash against you. So, oh, who are you giving advantage to? I'm giving advantage to Gilbella. Oh shit! Hey, Gilbella, what is your DC again for Moonbeam? Because it's still in that radius. Oh yes. <clears throat> um, sixteen. Ooh. There, there's the natural one. Roll your damage, Gilbella. Roll. Okay. At this point, you can end this. No, but never. No, no, no. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, no, that still puts him way on. Okay, yeah, they're fucking a half right now. <laughs> so much for your second win. No, yeah. That's player speaking. <laughs> <laughs> So, first strike against you. Seven. Twelve points of slashing damage. I'm still alive. Second slash with this great sword. Eleven points. Still alive. Alright, so. Badly hurt. Two <laughs> strikes against you. The first one goes fucking too long. Like, too much out of it. Like, it's trying to still control itself. It looks like it's fighting against everything. Even when it's trying to move, its feet are being planted. Gilbella, it is currently your turn. Okay. Um, so is the drow that's still... The drow still stands. Yeah, it's the drow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do. Do you have any bows or uh, crossbows? Anything range? I think they have javelins. A sword. Go stab it. 
Stevie step. Stevie step. Stevie step. Sure. Stevie step. Sure. I shall Stevie step. All right. I'm going to Stevie step. You can throw one. All right. Yes, Stevie step. Okay, so. That's going to be 13 to hit. First one's not going to hit. The second one. And you do have advantage because of. Yes, so you do have advantage because of silver buyers. Right. 17 is going to hit. Um, but also, you can roll again for your first hit. Oh, never mind. You did. Oh. And would you like to smite on top of that? The correct answer is yes. Well, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. The correct answer is yes. Would you definitely. like to spend for your smite? What's the highest one you have? I would say I would say low level. <laughs> level two. Alright, so roll an additional three d eight. That's like the happy medium. Fifteen. Sorry, the first hit of eight. I have to say this noise. Noise. <laughs> Brought down to the noise number. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Trout not looking too good. Second attack with your extra attack. Mm. See extra attacks. I'm like <clears throat> sword, sword. <laughs> oh yeah, please burn. Um Oh, 11. Oh, wait. Well, hit. I mean, 15. 15, 15 to hit. 15 is not going to hit, unfortunately. <clears throat> not even with the advantage? She used the advantage for the first one. Oh, she, okay. Yeah. All right, so the first hit, it still messes this drow up. Yeah. Used, it's weird. Uh, after taking that much damage, a body should not still be moving this weird, uh, this much. And you can it's now so hear it's actually stabbing in. The bones, like some of the bones, sound broken as it's still moving through it. <laughs> Ew. Poor guy. Arbuckle. <laughs> it's your turn right now. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Uh, of course, thing uh, is with the bonus actions. And it's gonna attempt to, to, to bring that spiritual weapon attack. Okay. That is. Twenty-four. Twenty-four is gonna hit. Mm-hmm. And yet he is. That's nine damage. Okay. With his spiritual weapons. How are like you guys to looking health-wise? Uh, did you take any damage yet? No, I didn't. It's just, just me. Basically. Are you looking okay? Are you going to make it another round? Uh, I can make it for one more round. Okay. Give me a yell if you need something. Yep. And... <clears throat> I'm gonna throw a fire bolt. 
at the creature room. All right. <laughs> at first, I thought it was fire boat. No, it could look like a boat. Please. 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 Just stands up right when it gets to the face and decks him instead of hitting him with a blast. Because like, okay. he's just, he just standing back and he's just back with those finger guns and. All right. And yet he is. There's my natural twenty. Oh. Oh yes. So that was hmm. this level forty ten. Yeah. So there's. Two, that's thirteen. There's two more. That's another seven. So that's twenty points of fire damage. Holy! As you do. <laughs> see, they're able to break it this time. Hitting them with a fire, you see the flames wrap around them. The screen, this, like, not even human yell comes out of the body. <clears throat> not able to beat it. You see for a moment as the eyes flash back. As it's like the scream turns almost human again. And then suddenly you hear that voice once more. You're under my control. Don't you forget. Coming out of them as they look towards you guys once more. The person, the body does not look like it's even, like it's knocked out. Mm -hmm. But like the facial expression out of it all. The way it's moving now is it's all. It's a husk. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. You can see as from that blast, a few of the gems that are embedded in this person's face have broken off and some landed on the ground. Tiny shards of them. Are strewn about. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Faye, it is your turn. Gilbella, you're on deck. So at this point is like she holds her breath, exhales, here goes nothing. And swings, and per in particular, to if she sees the tattoo, it's going right for there. She's targeting that. Are you going for the crystals embedded in the face, or are you going for the um, the mark on crystals? The yeah. Okay. Targeting the crystals with the letter opener, and the go. <clears throat> the letter opener on Doom. The letter opener of <laughs> Behold the Light. Uh, 25 to hit. 25 will hit. Second hit is a 22. 22 will hit. First damage. Nine radiant. Okay. Second is 11 radiant. All right. Be cool, Morty. Be cool, huh, Morty? Be cool, huh, Morty? <laughs> all right so that blast there all 
you see is with that hit, specifically aiming for the crystals itself, you're able to careen against it. The light ignites and shattering a few of them as they emerge. The body itself goes to collapse for a moment. As Drow has fallen unconscious. You realize, again, with this one here, a strange <coughs> light emerges around the wrist area. You notice this, like, manacle has been placed there as it starts to fade a bit. Can I look at the manacle? It's sure. faded now? It looks like it's fading. Give me an arcana or a history check. That's a 17 for Faye. Arcana? This is for like Arcana. Better is a yeah. 30 20. 30 20? All right. I got 21. Each one of you in your times as an adventurer have seen one of these. It's a loyalty band. An item mm. made for when someone falls to make sure that they don't come back. This item is currently being activated. I'm going to hit the spell magic on it. Okay. Roll me a spell casting check. Eighteen? Eighteen will work. Okay. You reach down, blasting it off of them. Instead of glowing and absorbing into the body, you see as it just breaks apart, freeing itself. This is there one on the other body? You don't see one on the other body, but it's unresponsive. They have died. Um, if they're un are they unconscious or dead? The Shatterkai is dead. Alright, and the one that I just blasted the thing off. It's currently unconscious. You're okay. not sure how stable. It's gonna get stable real quick. I'm going to hit spare to dying. Alright. And remind me what your version of spare the dying does. My, the, the, Wait, mechanic version? the mechanic version is you touch a living creature at zero hit points. Creature becomes stable. Grave domain version. Uh, oh. Because their spare the dying works a bit different. You have a range to it, and I believe it brings them back up. Circle of mortality. You restore you restore maximum hit points possible on each die. Within that's if I heal. You learn to cancer spare uh, spare dying. You can do it at thirty. I think you can do it at thirty feet. Okay. <clears throat> I can do it as a bonus action at thirty feet. All right. Never mind then. Yep. So um, I'm there since I did the um, the spell magic on the thing. So I'm just going to put my my hand on his chest. You're okay now, friend. It'll be all right. I'm going to spare the dying. And he's like, he comes to zero hit points in the state. All right. And at this point, Faye turns back to her normal self. Like the well, guards, I'm here, guards. Looking a bit curious. Like, you guards, thank you for your assistance. We appreciate your help. We'll take them here. We'll make sure they're okay. Lieutenant Flynn looks towards him, going, "Apprehend the ship." As you see, the this iron 
small vessel starts moving away. Mm-hmm. It's ripping out of the docks, whatever. It's not even prepared to be removed as you see the ropes being like broken apart as it starts flying off. Good officer, I don't think there's much we can do to stop it. Let's get all the information that you can. Maybe it can be tracked down. About this. I'll, I'll throw some guidance at him. Hey, Leo. Yeah? One of your characters did something badass. All yeah, you guys see what? is that this is being called out. You notice someone on the ship. <laughs> Silvar Yeskin, on one of the ballistas, fires off this beam of electricity. It hits against the ship. One of its uh, stabilizing balloons are damaged. Oh, off of our ship. Off of the poor choice. Yeah, off of yeah, off of the poor choice. Oh, you see. Oh, who should look at that? You just oh, see gosh. as Jonathan, who's sort of like, just sort of casually standing by there, looks up at someone going, "Oh." Did you accidentally hit the button there? Oh, I want to think that that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> As we're doing this, I'm going to send a message to my my two little thieving friends and tell them get what you can off the cart, quietly and quickly. What the fuck is the... okay? That way, Gilbell. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that. I turn around and I hand Gilbella quietly my hat. Put what you get on there. Carefully. Please don't spill. Please be close to many. I can have her fun. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Arbuckle. Just make, make sure you give me back that hat. It's important. You hand off the hat. You still feel a weird tingling sensation from when you did dispel magic. Mm hmm. Oh my god. I did not do this. It was all chat. Oh, great. <laughs> Arbuckle. Here you go, Arbuckle. As you like, take one step. Uh, you find yourself. Oh, yeah, I have two of them. I have yep. two of them. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, Danny and Cass. Arbuckle. As you take <laughs> one step, like go for the one step, <laughs> you. Make a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, because dex is my thing. Add five to it, though. You're next to Jonathan okay. at this point. Okay. That's a 24 for the first dex save. All right. If I'm adding five. So. No, 25, because I have a plus one. Okay. You're like, notice that you just, you see Faye way over there now, like 60 feet away. <sighs> You're on top of the poor choice, like about to step off. Like, what the As you were uh, magically teleported sixty feet. But that was strange. Huh. Oh. That is strange. Did uh, you bring me did you bring the other guy back over here? We need to have a conversation with him. <laughs> <clears throat> and what is the other one? This one's actually good. Okay. You regain your lowest expended spell slot. Okay. Oh, that's a two. <laughs> All right. So you regain the second level spell slot as you just 
<laughs> After bamping across. It's invigorated. Huh. It's like an unexpected finger in the butt. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> so you see her jumping goes tell them to scrub the deck make sure that there are no more wild magic potions we're having an issue with that I don't know why Doma had so many on this ship the wild ma hmm so that's why I don't know looks... but apparently we've been having weird stuff like this happen every time I'm gonna go back down to where I was alright did <laughs> you like step off? Like, go down. Is that weird? That was something. You need to learn how to teleport like that. That was amazing. <laughs> like, somebody's gonna have to teach me. All right. No, I want to make it note. Learn dimension door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, after that bit of shenanigans, I'm gonna head back over. I'm going to pick up our now stable friend. Kind of hoist him over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And then the guards, what are the guards doing now? The guards right now, you see, is like they're shouting out to another one. Uh, one uh, Flem had just yelled what Faye had heard to one of them, tell them to lock the gates. Don't mm -hmm. let them leave. Mm -hmm. You see, is like some of, like, one of them runs over there. The other one sort of looks at this person. And they saw how they moved. And looking at them going, um, I don't, they, do you know what the hell's happening here? We're trying to figure that out. There are a lot of, um, as soon as we have more information, we'll be happy to let you know. But we'll, we'll take care of these two for you. Make sure that their proper rights are given. Are you wanting to deceive or persuade? Persuade. All right, roll persuasion. As he's persuading, Faye is going to 30, take 20. the... Oh. What is Faye doing? Uh, she is about to take uh, like a I'm few of the uh, far crystal bits. <clears throat> I'm talking in front of them. Right. So if they're looking at me, the cart is outside of their view. Okay. So... As you're sort of being the distraction. Say, give me a stealth check, and Gilbella, give me a stealth check. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I know. It's not about a noise. Ten. It's more about playing off as normal. So if you have disadvantage, it doesn't count. Okay. Okay. <laughs> With a 10, you're able to grab three of each potion. So you do notice something inside of the card itself. The massive metal thing in the cage is a Medusa, a young hatchling of one. The face itself oh. is concealed in this metal container, but you see as the snake hair is emerging. Oh, fun. Are you going to take that? I... <laughs> Dude, there's a Medusa on a car? You don't fucking think we're going to take it? <laughs> You can certainly. Boy, are you outside your mind? How the fuck are you going to take this hatchling then? You leave it in the cage. I know, but it's an entire. Oh, so you're just telling take the fucking cart or? Take the cart. 
I'm gonna, as we're walking, I'm gonna walk towards where their ship was, and I'm gonna guide them away from where the cart is. Arbuckle? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a performance or deception check here. And those are not my strong suits. <laughs> mm -hmm, that's a 14. 14. Hey, what's your look over here? Look! There's, are they still attached? Look at the chains and the... Oh, this is gonna be a whole lot. I can help you out with this damage a little bit. I mean, all I have a little bit of minor spells that could help. But there's something. I, and I, I mean, look, I can do this. I grab one of the chains. You are lucky. <laughs> Wisdom is not something guard stat blocks have. You, and that this is a, just a shit show that has just happened for these guards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, it's this is okay, Gilbella. Fun. If you're wanting to take the entire cart, roll. Yes. Roll me either a performance or stealth check with advantage. Yeah, I'll do performance because that's my strongest. All right, twenty-two. The one guard that was stationed by the cart itself. And they hear this conversation going on, sort of looks as you drive it off, and he just heard that Arbuckle was going to help them out, and like basically figuring that you guys are working with the guards. Just like, oh. get, get on the ship, get it in. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and you hear as Lieutenant Flem screams out once more, I said, go and let the gates over there. And you see, oh, sorry, sir. Fucking this dwarf running through there as fast as he can, spear in hand. Like, I'm on an I'm going on an adventure. Is that the, <laughs> the goblin looking dwarf? What? Is that the goblin looking dwarf? Uh, Lieutenant Flem. Lieutenant Flem is the goblin looking dwarf. That's one where I pulled nice. the beard and everybody got mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. Goes running off there. You're able to put that thing on the cart. You still hear in the back of the cage as this creature is like fighting against stuff. And what you saw is, yes, it looks like the bottom half of it, probably about three feet long, a snake-like body. The upper half looks sort of like a child. The snake hair is emerging from this iron mask they have on there, covering the entirety of the face. The arms itself yeah. look like they've been, like blood's been drawn from it. They have petrifying oh. poisons and potions in this thing. Yep. The yep. Queen's Potion. No, that's the Gorgon that's Potion. That's oh, the Queen's Gorgon Potion does something else. The Queen's okay. Potion does something else. Well, fun. It's like Jonathan sort of looks at you. Oh, so you're not that different from the last group. All right, all right. Oh. The flank. Heart goes up. We, can, we like to get things done a little easier. I just sort of says it I mean, underneath his voice when, like, this. I have no problem. There. You, only a few people in the crown I truly care for. There, we're, we don't need to be any hassle. But I don't think that we, uh, need this being saying here. The thing's on Medusa. Be careful yeah. while you're looking. Mm -hmm. Very young. I'm going to be getting in contact with him to see if there's something that, uh, he would like us to do with us. Jonathan sort of like um make sure make sure it stays covered. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. Um yes. 
Still Ooh, uh, sure. do you know anything about uh, Gorgon species? The bull, the snake people, the snake ones. Oh, oh. That's my brother. Does he hear? No, no. Can you? It's like he doesn't hit the communicator as you guys are being lowered down. No. Can you please meet me in the holding areas? Which one? Oh, you hear the response. Which one? The prison cells. Um, the two gentlemen that we have brought on board also, they have similar crystals to your friend Nor. I don't know why he's speaking British now. <laughs> Just kind of that should be my um, thing. Really right. Good. It should be my thing. Wait. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Like, the young, young lad has some crystals embedded in his skin. He had a bracelet that was looking to do something in Paris. I was able to stop that. Ah, crystals. He's like, he met Paris. You see. Uh, and I don't want to affect your friend that you said had some, some issues with crystals Jonathan, in the Jonathan, like, usually keeps a very straight face when, like, holds himself very refinedly. And this look of him is almost one of shock. And discuss. Hmm. You, what? Far, gems of the far end. No, we're the same. Yep, the same ones. Like, I want to make sure that the young lad is okay. May I see one? Absolutely. Takes the bits that she collected and gives it to Jonathan. You see, as for the first time. In a while. Well, it's first time ever for Jonathan. But anger creeps over him. You're okay, my friend. I didn't mean to aggravate you. Just trying to get to the bottom of all this. Carwin. You see, it's like his hand sort of, this tiny fragment he has, he like sort of starts crumbling in his hand as. Does anyone know Celestial? No, I know Abyssal. Yobella? No, Draconic and Undercommon. Okay. And Deep Speech. <laughs> you hear him say something, and you can tell it's in Celestial. And then sort of switches back. Like, you could feel, like, again, Celestial sounds very much like a musical language. Though you can tell this is, like, a deep hatred he's mentioning. He is cussing someone out as holding this gem and tighter he squeezes. You okay there, sir? You look quite the anger. I can't understand what you're saying. More of these were here. Correct. They want her better than the skin. Correct. Correct. Here, here's a communication. He's like, Navi, tell all the crew, get on the ship. We're leaving now. We're pushing oh, the It's like, We'll mention this on the flight, but if there's any more around here, we need to move now. Okay. These, people are, not these are not people to trifle with, as like sort of helping you with the Gorgon container. Okay. You can you get us out of here. We'll handle the the scaling of their, our new friends. Right. As well as the cart that we have that's full of bar jars of poison of different nature. All right. I'll hand over the bodies. 
Okay. So. For the time being, we'll bring this, the bodies down to the, the cells. Mm-hmm. And we'll yep. get them set up. The one that's obviously unalive, we'll put uh, in its own. And I'm going to do proper it's, procedures on it. So the it. way that the holding cell sort of works, it's like the front part of the ship just manacles set mm-hmm. up there. Okay. As he sort of gestures going, put her down here. Um, as soon as he's walking out, Nara's walking up going, um, hey, Captain. Nah, help them. Keep an eye on that one. Um, you may need to help with some rehabilitation. The... Wait. Huh? The gems. Oh. I'll go get some orange juice. And, like, runs up. Now it's chocolate you... Harry. And now... he makes a big difference. Now I'll help you with her. Okay. And he's like storming up. He's walking up there. You hear now, like, comms every once in a while. Nara's going, I need every one of my crew members on this ship. We are leaving now. As soon as, as, soon as the we. The entity is close. Oh, fuck, you mean the entity? What's the entity? Once there was a big iron ship over there that got you, your, your friend over there shot. It's what did the ship leave? As like, we'll communicate more when it's on in the air. As like, there you can not. hear now. He is pa- like sort of a panicked captain trying to get everyone to safety. Absolutely, whatever we can do to help, sir. You guys are have this cart full of different poisons. Probably uh, here's about a hundred po- poisons in here in variety. A lot of them, the mm-hmm. queen poison. After identifying, I want to put them in like some sort of milk crates if they're not on some sort of milk crates on they're in the car. In sort of the milk crate thing for a carriage and bring him around. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take those and I'm going to put the crates as as much as I can within a crate in the hat. This way they don't draw around when they're in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're taking and the crate these. Around. <laughs> All right. So that would be for one of these flats. It would be about. Ten drow injury poisons. Mm-hmm. These are the queen's poisons. Drow injury poison. Five gorgon poison. Ow. And you said you said eight and then five, right? Ten, yeah. five, ten, and then five. three purple oh, ten, one. And three, three purple one. And wait, what was the second one? Uh, gorgon. Basically, it's known as Gorgon Venom. Is that like a potion of petrification? It can be coated to a weapon and harm. Okay. So they don't have to drink it. Any of them? They're all injury. They need piercing damage, though. Piercing or slashing. Okay. All right. So my two friends with swords. <laughs> yep. Yeah, your oh, two fighting I'm just, girls I'm on the front. I'm just realizing this oh. now because Faye uses a sun sword that only deals radiant damage. Gilbella is the paladin that's going to poison people. Just if they use them. <laughs> like what you expect from Faye that deals necrotic, it's radiant. But what you deal uh, Gilbella for, like oh, so powerful radiant, but it's actually poison. <laughs> 
<laughs> Two we different. To... We might need to reskin my uh my staff into a spear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'll take a level of monk. <laughs> okay. As taking that and sort of putting the rest of these into a storage area. Because mm -hmm. Nar comes down as you're storing it into the hat, like storing one mm -hmm. of them into the hat, and like doesn't really come in handy in the future. He doesn't like doesn't really pay attention. He goes up to the drow woman that you guys saved, mm -hmm. and like just sits there, glass of orange juice, couple slices of lemon. Um, I got it from here. They're stable. They should be, but they should be okay. Yeah, but I just, I'm I'm more worried about them. For lack of a better term, reanimate. The gems have a bit of uh, citrus helps. Citrus helps a lot. Okay. When you what uh, are the, is the magic in the gems able to be dispelled? Like sort of sees him rub his arm. His you still see the bandage wrapped up on there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but it's still it still hurts. But are you okay, then? As like as soon as you ask him that, you just hear him mentioning going like, okay, okay, brown, blue, purple. That's ground here. Basically grounding himself as he's listing out how many objects he sees, and that as he's like, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. What color is my hat? Like, what color is my hat? are taking over. Brown. Very good. More of a gray, but I'll accept brown. I'm a little colorblind. That's fair. Everything. How many fingers red. am I holding up? Four. Yeah, oh, that are good. Tell me, and I'm gonna take out a piece of bacon. What does this taste like? Pretty damn good, isn't it? You went to Mama D's? We did. It's like, just starts eating more of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> would you like another piece of that? Thank you. No problem there, buddy. You're feeling better now? Yeah, yeah, it's just... Alright. Sometimes the memories get a bit... I completely understand. Yeah. Thank you. There's ever anything you need. More than happy to help. But for now, let's see what we can do to help this young lad. All right. If you're up to it, that is. Yeah. Um. Well, just let them wake up on their own. It usually works Absolutely. better that way. Flight or fight. Unfortunately, do we need to? I was still with my next question. Do you think it would be smart to, while they are comfortable, if we did, unfortunately, strap them down to make sure they weren't a harm to us? Themselves or others. Um. Personally, in my opinion, it, I work for me, but I don't know about other people the way they react when you know waking up mm -hmm. and tied up. Well, we're we're in a cell here, aren't we? If we leave him here, like, he should be really in like the barracks area. Uh, he just has him on a cot there as gotcha. Medusa. Well, if we were to move the, the cell. if we move the young lad into the the, the holding area, is there a, a a secluded spot for him? Not really. The ship was made more for uh, moving people like me around. That thing's cramped as fuck. Gotcha. Like you in Arbuckle, while you were sort of toured around, you did see it's just the front 
bow section of mm -hmm. it that on each side of the wall is literally just manacles to hold mm -hmm. someone there. That's there's no like cage or anything. There's no there's like they have a it is a reinforced like you realize mm -hmm. the metal around there, but the door it was a thick metal. As it's gotcha. like the manacles themselves seem to be made of adamantine, as they have that same gotcha. hue of adamantine and don't show any sign of corrosion. But there's a, there's a door there. Yes, but that's literally just to get into the holding cell. Okay. What if we were to put the cops into that room and give him the room to himself? Um, we could keep the and like. Oh, unless you wanted to put a the new yeah, little creature in there. Got the you got the Gorgon. Um, sort of. Gets I mean, we, up. we didn't want that falling into the wrong hands. You see, he gets up and looks at it. Uh, oh man, wow. It's just a creature, isn't it? Probably about uh, probably about two years old at this point. Mm -hmm. They age pretty fast. About by the year one, they're in, in the toddler stage, or whatever the fuck stage it is. Uh, not kindergarten, but like oh, um, uh, that one part where you're at the. Uh, in the math. Preschool? Third. Third. So just about a little over toddler. Yeah. Sorry. That's quite alright. Now, what do you think? Do you think we should we should probably get him to somewhere? Or them to somewhere? So we can have the proper life on its own. I don't want to have to kill it. If we don't have to. Can I try something? Absolutely. As long as it's not going to hurt yourself or anybody else. You see, he sort of sits down and takes out a few material components and starts to cast tongues. I can do that. All right. You going to do that? I think. Hold on. Okay, I, think. I may not have us prepared. I do not. Oh, yes, I do. I'll cast tongues as well. We can both do it. All right. Yeah. So, from what you hear initially, it's like this hissing noise it has. And then, after <laughs> casting tongues, you're able to speak Gorgon. You hear mm -hmm. it as this child, sort of scared, as you notice the mask it has on, it can't eat, like the face, the, there's no eye holes for it. It's just seeing metal. Oh. The Its mouth is sort of sealed up sort of a Silence of the Lambs. A little bit of spots to feed it, but again, it does not look healthy. Um, hey, uh, we're friends. Uh, my, my buddy here, Arbuckle. Hello there. You mind if I call you that? Absolutely. <laughs> Although the accent's gone to speak to Absolutely, you can call me Arbuckle. You know, that's my name. Okay, uh, we're we're we just want to know where you're from. What's your name? And if you see, it's like sort of backs up as it hears the noise now. You speak my tongue. Only for a little while, but yeah, we do. You like 
it's still like it's very its voice is very timid as it still can't see anything um do you have a name did, were you did you get a name how long have you been with them like uh i i'm sorry i'm not good i'm not really good at talking to people a lot of times that's quite all right you're doing a great job um Asari, my name. Asari, that is a beautiful name. Uh, Asari, um, I, I don't know when come and take me from Mama. Where is Mama? Just, it's, the crimson, where the crimson wood grows. Where the crimson wood grows. I know that. Okay. Layer knows. Layer knows. Esarosa. Um. Can you? What, what is mother's name? What was that? Alti. Alti? Alti. A-T-L-I. Your mother's name is copyright infringement. Huh? There's, there's a supermarket here named Alti. Oh, okay. But yeah, you just... Timid voice again. As okay, um, so I need to ask you a question real fast. As you see, like Nar rummaging through his bag and pulling out this like sort of scarf. Mm. Can you close your eyes for a bit? Um, not you, but like looking towards Elsie and goes like, "Can you?" Yes, we're not. We're not Gorgons like you, so it's a bit. Uh, you need to cover your face up a bit, but I think this is going to be more comfortable. As like you see him remove the one of the cages real fast. Careful there, son. It's gonna be okay. As like he goes towards there, and you notice as the snake, the hair, the snake it has, or the snake hair it has that emerges from it. They're more reactive. It's, you get the sense this kid can't control them yet, unlike a mm -hmm. full-grown Medusa. And there's a couple times you see his Nar's arms are like bitten into those hands of doom are like chomped on, but you get the sense that he doesn't <clears throat> feel pain really. As like a couple of them get into his arm itself, but it's just okay. Starts to remove it a bit. Your eyes are closed. Yes. Removes it for a second and then starts to wrap this scarf around them. Covering up half the face. Up to Something the more possible for you. Okay, you can open your eyes now. You see as this young girl opens her eyes up. Looks towards you guys and goes, um... 
Hello? Can you see us? Like, you're still sort of adjusting as that you imagine how dark it was in there, and Nar being this fire genasi giving off light. Mm -hmm. You're able to turn down your fire there, then. Oh, um, uh, yeah, a little bit. And you <laughs> see it sort of goes down to more of a dim light. Um, okay. Uh, we need you to stay down here for a bit, but... You like bacon? We'll be going in a bit, all right? We'll let you know when you get up. We'll bring you some food. See, as Norris sort of looks in, going, okay, can you move them down to the holding cell and just watch them, like, points towards the drow? Absolutely. Here. And I, I grab a cup or something that can be used as a cup, and I open up my flask, wipe off the mouth, just say, water. Then, pour a cup of water. Right. Give that to her. Might help. And I lift up both of our other friends and bring them back down to the holding cell. Okay. So, you guys do that. I think that's a good spot to leave off at. Because next week we find out what the fuck are behind these people. We find out what the fuck is up with that? Yeah. We'll finally know. Alright. Something. But Leo, thank you guys so much for watching us along. But Leo, why don't you take it away for what your announcement is? <laughs> Leo, you have a surprise for us. What is your surprise for us, Leo? <laughs> So, um, I just received a letter of apology from one Chester Church Owl. <laughs> and, uh, it goes like this. Uh, hey, dear adventurers, forgive the intrusions and forgive my actions for that last, uh, day sales. For the one figurine I've always wanted to have. Here's a token of my apology. I give you an insider access to a new workshop that I'm planning to build. Sincerely, Chester the Collector. And yes, in a few minutes, Chester's Collector's Box will be available for everyone for free. In in it, you can make your own 5e Dungeons & Dragons item cards, adventure cards, for all of you to just go and hang out and enjoy making those magic items. Amazing. And while you're at it, you can go ahead to Discord on the Outcast Guild so we can see some of your creations. Yay. So yeah, so go ahead. Uh, it will be available in a few minutes. I uh, will leave it in the Outcast Guild chat or like in the Outcast Guild Discord chat. Uh, to send the link for Chester's collector's box. Da, 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 da. So yeah. Ah shoot. Hold on. There we go. There we go. Discord link. Join the Discord. Become part of the guild. Become part of the guild and also have the opportunity, the first look of the in dev version of Chester's Collector's Box. Very cool. All right, everyone. 
with that all being said, I hope everyone's doing great. Hope you had a wonderful time here. As always, make sure to keep calm and geek on. We will see you here next time. Also, as a heads up, next week will be the final session for the league, uh, for the Redeemers for the year. Nice catch. Yeah, I'm so used to saying the other one. As for the 17th, we'll be doing a holiday one-shot. So come by, check that out. Add to the shenanigans. Shenanigannery. Shenanigannery. And that's a We're going to go right out to Miss Irish Frost. Go help them out with their fundraising. No, they're good old stuff. Tell them the Outcast Guild sent, them, sent you, and if you got the emotes, please use them. Wait, what the fuck happened there? Oh, no, it, it just unraid it. it just, yeah, I hit raid, and it's like, unraid. <laughs> it must be raided. Come on. Yes, come on. But yes, please stick around for the raid. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to my amazing players. Thank you, DM. Thank you, Thank DM. You, DM. <laughs> and we'll see you here next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.